Welcome to Tall, Dark, and Fictional, a podcast about romance fiction by romance writers. We're your hosts. I'm Beatrix. And I'm Kat. And here's a quick disclaimer. Just like a romance novel, listen to this podcast by yourself. We're going to just complain a whole bunch, and you're going to want to have a place to sit down alone. Bitch and moan. Bitch and moan. (laughs) (laughs) All you ever do is bitch and moan. Okay, so for today's episode, we're adequately calling it Writer's Trash. In other words, we'll be discussing writer grievances and our inability to get started this week. So to kick us off with our personal grievances as writers, why don't you start, Kat? Let us know. I have a list here, and this is going to be a mini episode because we could not bring ourselves to commit to literally (laughs) anything. I'm going to start with the fact that typing on my iPhone is hard. And for some reason, my laptop gives me more writer's block than my iPhone. It's mm. like the pressure is off when I'm just type, typing away on my little teeny tiny keyboard with my thumbs. But it's too messy. And I've definitely deleted stuff before and not realized it. If, when mm. I've like worked within my manuscript on my iPhone, and that's a big mistake. So yeah. that's number one. Number two is a is a piggyback off of this, which is my back hurts. Yes. Number three is my work in progress right now requires a logic system and that's depressing for someone who inherently lacks any (laughs) logic at all and that's just gonna be a real big hurdle for me to overcome Mm -hmm. okay you know what it's like have you ever seen those dog agility courses where they have hurdles for the dogs and yes people who can figure these things out are like the collies just zipping over the hurdles but i am the saint bernard that was like too lazy to get up that morning (laughs) the saint bernard is like not made for an agility course but for some reason some like owner is like i just have a lot of faith in this dog and they just (laughs) try and move it through the course and it just kicks over all the hurdles that's me i'm that saint bernard that's a wonderful visual Uh, thank uh, you for that that. (laughs) (laughs) anyway that's depressing it's hard to write sex scenes this is a big one you Mm. can tell me too if you feel this way it's hard to write sex scenes when you are just simply not in the mood and the world is too sad right now for me i am not feeling an internal spark there's only so many ways to describe something too and then it becomes unsexy and unfun to write it all the the fire and flames just get doused by my sad sad tears of the world Mm -hmm. so that's the thing Mm -hmm. uh next next is also a follow-up to this which is the world is sad and that makes everything sad And it's hard to care sometimes when everything is sad. I sound depressed. I'm actually not. No, but the world is (laughs) fucked and it makes you feel fucked. And it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like sometimes that feeling overwhelms other feelings. Yeah. All right. My next grievance is I want to start writing as soon as my partner gets home. But he wants to eat dinner with me as soon as he gets home. But I really want to ignore him. But I simply cannot because that would make me the most selfish partner, which I already am, like an incredibly (laughs) selfish partner. So I have to have some semblance of giving within our relationship. Like I'm a firm believer that there's a giver and a taker in a relationship. Mm. And people think that that means like there's a bad person and a good person. But there's just, it just is like the dynamic dynamic. of some relationships, right? And I am a taker. Most Same. Of the time. Yes. 
<laughs> and, and my partner wants to give. Like he's such a like a giver. And this all is also because the reason I'm a taker is because I'm laid back. And the reason he's a mm. giver is because he's a control freak. So that's the other thing. You guys are foils to one another. Yeah, there's <laughs> facets here to it. But the point is, I need to put in the requisite amount of work in the relationship. Mm. But it happens to coincide when he gets home with my most creative hours of the day. Yes. This is a huge problem for me. And it fucking drives me crazy. Also... How dare he? <laughs> How fucking dare he come home when I have just started? I. It's not like I haven't had nine hours yes. to write three, like all day. No, yes. when my when my creative light turns on is twenty minutes before he walks in the door mm. every time. Yeah, a hundred percent of the time. Yes. <laughs> okay. My next grievance is incredibly specific, which is being supremely embarrassed about the fact that I am including a niche and regional card game into my new mystery novel because one, I am particularly good at it. I'm like savant good at it. And mm -hmm. two, I don't know how the fuck to play poker. So I'm like really good at one card game and I'm like way too dumb to learn how to play poker, which would be much more reasonable to use as it's like the universal card game. It's kind of smart though, because like a lot of people won't be familiar with it. First of all, this is a game and I'm just going to say it for any of our listeners. Listeners, if you know how to play this game, message me. I... <laughs> Need to know. It's a game called Euchre. That's spelled E-U-C-H-R-E, -E, like Bob Euchre. Basically, it's a game where you play with a partner. There's four people. The point of the game is you mm. have to take tricks. There's a, a Trump card, which when Trump was in the presidency, we changed it to the Obama card because we didn't want to call anything it. Trump. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so we play this game. I learned it in college. You can cheat a little bit. There's table talk that happens. It's just a fun, fast game, but it's impossible to teach people. Mm. If you are only one person and you have three other people and you want to teach those three other people how to play, it's literally, mm. you can't. You can't do it. It's a game that once you learn, you play it in five seconds, but yeah. to teach it is quantum physics is easier than learning how to play this game. <laughs> Sound off if you know Euchre. All wow. right, next point. You guys have heard it here. If anyone wants to talk Euchre, I can talk. I liked Euchre so much that my partner, when we first started dating, bought me a book on it once. Isn't wow. That you hardcore. And that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. All right. Next. This is a really sad one. My dog is getting really old and it makes me too sad to write. He's 13 and a half going on 14. I got him at 10 months when I was in a really low place in life. And he certainly was in a really low place in life because he was in mm. dog jail and he was really sick and he was in, mm. and he was just a baby. And I busted him out of dog jail and he busted me out of depression. So I'm going to be real sad when he's gone and time has gone by too fast and time is a flat circle and time is a rubber band. Next. Yes. Last thing. This is the biggest thing. I okay. was telling you about this earlier. Yeah. I involuntarily heard part of a mm -hmm. true crime podcast. It started to autoplay and I was like, didn't change it in time. That was so mm -hmm. disturbing. It's been 24 mm. hours. I'm still upset. I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about it. I have just been so distraught by this that I can't even possibly consider writing a blowjob scene right now. After no. I heard what I heard. And this should not be okay. Like, let's, 
I get everybody loves true crime, but can we be a little bit more ethical about our true crime? Like, I don't want to mm. see pictures of murdered children. Uh, I don't want to hear about it. Like, let's just be a little mm. more sensitive or I don't know. I, it shouldn't autoplay on my phone when I'm not playing it, paying attention is what I'm saying. So yeah, those are all my reasons that I have grievances and it could be a lot worse. On that last one, is it that you need to be in the right head space? a blowjob <laughs> how dare you come on this podcast how dare what? you come on this good christian internet and say those words how dare you listen i am who i am oh my god all right let's move on to yours what are your grievances those are all of mine for now actually i could probably list a thousand more but you know what who got yes. time for that? Nobody. Nobody's got fucking time for that. You know what? As a writer, you don't got fucking time for shit, and yet you also have time for everything. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> dynamic. I'm going to get out my, my fan. Don't. My I'm going to hear it, and I'm going to have to clip that audio out. I'm going to hate you for it. <laughs> no, just... Put that fucking fan down. Fine. You Jeez. are not Katya Zomolojikovica, or whatever her last <laughs> name is. Okay. My laundry list of grievances like Kat said, could go on forever. <laughs> but we've we've quickly jotted down this is some. so negative. <laughs> Number one, very similar to your back hurting is I have like chronic pain. I have chronic headaches. I, uh, this fucking week, like my hand just decided to start off working. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's a terrifying moment. Just, just lots of pain for no reason. Pain and swelling in my hand because apparently I'm that old. So that happens now. <laughs> and I'm older um, than you. No. <laughs> Two. Let's see. Okay. Again, very similar. I my husband likes to uh, sit and watch TV and stuff in the evenings and just kind of like spend time together because the kids are asleep. And I'm like, but the kids are asleep, so I can <laughs> write. <laughs> like you can breathe and live there, and I'll just be writing. You could be in my presence. Exactly. Why can't that be enough is all I'm saying. That should be That's enough. That's what I'm saying. Every time. Every yeah. time. Um, let's see. Uh, this is what's been happening to me recently because because of Kat. It's Kat's fault, 100%. She decided to put this idea in my head that I need to come up with... Uh, a monster story that's sexy. And so my brain has just fixated on this. And I've been like brainstorming this new idea and I love it. And it's crazy. It's the craziest fucking thing I've ever come up with. But then I realized I had to research it and that like screeching halt. <laughs> I was like, mm -mm. I didn't, I wanted to live in the glow of a new idea and just stay there without actually having to do work. Yeah, so, you just want the knowledge that's... to come to you. You just yes. want to be Esther in a Rooksgrave manner. You just want everything to come to you. Why can't this be? Yeah, I don't want to be the protagonist, guys. I don't want to protag. I just want to chill. I don't want to fucking know. <laughs> I want to think of a book, and I want it to be written, and then all I need to do is just, like, tidy it up. And then all I want to do is just post about it on social media. Yes. And then everyone it. goes, yay, but no. for you. No, we have to fucking do work, and it's too much. 
And part of that is finding a comfortable place to write, which for me is impossible. I set up a whole fucking desk with my like custom made fucking poster and my like fucking candles. And I'm like, yes, this is like my chair. And I'm like, this is my writer's space. And I never fucking nope. write there. <laughs> nope. I have an office to use too. And I sit on the couch. Yeah. I'm like, I sit on the bed. I sit on the couch. I will... I will sit there for like 20 minutes and then I'm like, I don't want to sit at a desk anymore. It's just. Okay. People mm. sound off. Can you sit at a desk and write? I literally have for like never done this. A long time. I can't even do it for like five minutes. I can maybe, if I have a lot of other things going on, do it for like 20 minutes and then I get fed up because I just start spinning in the chair. <laughs> Like a toddler. I need like no. pillows and blankets. My dog's got to be chilling with me. Just too work oriented. Yes. I think that's the problem. Another one of my grievances, figuring out your fucking plot, which is what I was doing on my other work in progress, figuring it out, spending a month figuring it out, and then being so sick of figuring it out that you don't want to write it yep. anymore. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that? You put in all this work. And then once you actually have it ready, you're like, but I don't want to do this anymore. It's like you took the fun out of it. It's awful. I hate it so much. Yeah. No. Which brings me into the next point, which is fucking, fucking, fucking everything. (laughs) (laughs) There's this weird nebulous space as a writer. It's beyond writer's block. It's beyond creative burnout. It is this zero motivation, zero spark, like floating in a limbo of just apathy that you reach. Well, that I reach. I don't know. Maybe other writers are like, she's crazy. It always seems like other writers are doing a lot of work and I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. For me, like if I get into this zone, this weird apathy zone where I don't want to write but I weirdly am really stressed out about wanting to write but I I have no motivation I cannot for the life of me honestly it is a certain type of writer's block it really is yeah apathy is writer's block it it is it doesn't feel like it because you're like I know what I want to write and I know the story or whatever but the inability to write is writer's block I guess. It's just, it's like leveling up writer's block. There's no way out of it. It's like boss level. But let us know if you guys are the same. And like, do your backs hurt too? This is true. (laughs) Or neck or hands or joints. Can you sit at an office desk? Would I try to stand up? I'm like, like I'll fall over. And I'm an in-shape person. I'm someone who works out and is active, extremely active. So that when the act of getting up is hard, I, by the way, everybody... This podcast has made me acutely aware of my Midwestern accent. Every time I say a word that starts with an A, like act or accent, and I truly, (laughs) truly hate myself for it. Why? It's good. No, it is. Tis not. Tis not, not. my fair lady. (laughs) Tisn't. Tisn't. Tisn't at all. Okay. Um, let's see what else lighting candles I like candles and I like to light candles but only if they're unscented because if they're scented I headache oh my god it's awful so they have to be unscented but I do have candles on this desk that I never write at and I do try to light them on the desk to try to encourage me to write at it but then I get distracted by the candles and then I just sit there and I stare at the candles so 
Maybe that's my brain, like my neurodivergence. No, it's like ancestral brain that's mesmerized by fire. The spark of life. It's so weird. But the same thing goes for curating mood boards and playlists and name searches and word searches where I get so absorbed in it and then I get stressed that I'm so absorbed in it. Then I'm like, oh, but it's like research kind of. And then it's like, no, not really. (laughs) Your brain's like, but I'm researching, but I'm procrastinating, but I need to, but you shouldn't, but I want to, but you have to write. That's, that's what I sound like in my head. That's, that was really accurate. (laughs) Well, do you know, I've never done a mood board or a name search or anything. Really? Did you just sit there and think? And like a meditative. No, I go on. I'm an instinct writer. So I go on the mm. first thing. And generally I figure it out. It's like my brain knows before I know. Mm. My brain inwardly knows before my mind outwardly knows what I'm going to write. I mean, at some point everyone has to research. But I think for me, it's like the draw of visuals. Because I'm like a really visual person. <laughs> hey, hey, people. Hey, hey. You know what I'm going to say right now? You know a way to help you with this? Everyone. <laughs> Hashtag Mila now. Oh my god, I knew you were gonna say it. Okay, next. This is like what you when you were talking about yours and like having that creative light or inspiration, but at the wrong fucking time. This is all the time, and I hate it so much because I have such a like strict schedule and like very few opportunities of free time. And in the free time, I never have like creative energy or creative light or creative want. And I always get it when I'm busy and I can't fucking write. And I hate that. Is it because your brain is working so it, like, lets your... Because, you're like, your task brain is busy, so it lets your creative brain kind of turn on? Maybe. I don't know. Like, especially if you're neurodivergent and you need to kind of... Like, right now, if you could see me, I'm playing with this, like, piece yeah. of trash I picked up on the ground, and I haven't stopped this entire recording, because I have to, like, have my hands have to be busy, I have to be, like, moving or doing something, and and when I'm driving is when I get my best creative inspiration. Yeah, because I will do that, like, if I'm out and about, suddenly I'll get, like, a great line, and I'm like, ooh, that's a good line, but then I'm yeah. like fucking hell i'm like (laughs) you have to learn to immediately put that shit in your phone never think you're gonna remember it you're never gonna remember it you know where i put it where in the mila note app on my phone (laughs) same and then this is one that i don't know if you've had this but obviously this shouldn't come as a surprise to people i'm in therapy (laughs) you know and i've had my therapist i've described scenes from my book just as like oh I'm working on this and this is what I did and blah 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 and my therapist links it back to my trauma and I'm like rude fucking hell I was like fuck you (laughs) how dare you how dare you (laughs) you're like I don't know about you but I came here to completely uh, compartmentalize everything in my life and I don't appreciate this one thing bleeding to the next Right? I was like, I was that aware of that. You didn't need to make me aware of that. <laughs> Could have lived my whole life without that yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Just kidding, guys. Go to therapy. Make those connections. Uh, Do it. That is what will set you free. Do it. Listen, well, therapy is so good. that and ending capitalism, you know. <laughs> yes. We have to every episode. It's got to be Let's end capitalism. Let's end apartheid. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, those are just, uh, you know, a few handful on my ever-growing list. I don't know. I've been in a really weird place for a while now. I don't know. 
But then, like, when you're in, like, if you're really struggling with your writing, it's, like, all of a sudden all of these small things are just, like, amplified and oh they consume. God. When you write something good, or yeah. when you've completed something really good, mm-hmm. the absolute, I hate that, I hate when I use A words, the complete and total yeah. <laughs> nirvana of that right. feeling. Yeah. There's euphoria. nothing like it. It is euphoria. There's nothing mm-hmm. like it. It's euphoria. And I don't, I think for me, it's a struggle because I don't have those a lot. <laughs> I mean, how could you? Just by the pure yeah. nature of existence, you could not have that a lot because you could never mm. stay up there anyway. That's not no. how. You can't stay up high or stay down real low forever. Mm. We're always changing. Well, I don't want to get, true. what am I saying? Who wants to hear this? Nobody. What? Yeah. <laughs> So if you want to complain to us about your grievances, come find us on Instagram at Tall Dark Fictional. That's Tall Dark Fictional with no and or on Twitter at TDF Pod. And you can find me on Instagram at Catwin Author. That's C-A-T-W-Y-N-N-A-U-T-H-O-R. You can also find me on Twitter at the same name. Okay, now we know we're in the problem because Kat's starting to sing song shit. <laughs> this is actually very normal for me. Um, so you can follow me, Beatrix, on Instagram and Twitter at Beatrix Strand. That's Beatrix with an X. And that's goodbye from me. I'm Kat. And goodbye from Beatrix. And as always, thanks for coming. (laughs) Wow, we actually recorded something. (laughs) Stop, stop, stop. Trying not to cry then I was really hugging you goodbye then You can have my MP3 when I'm dead Play the shit and listen to what I said